Sharon. It is the edge, John O'Ben and Sharon. Uh, welcome to the program. Yesterday we gave away fifty thousand dollars in the morning, and today that, was, that felt good. I, I know. I hope we did it for like twenty five years on her show. <laughs> Makes you feel good about it yourself. Feel good. And today we thought. Well, let's give away 50 grand more. So 50 grand is up for grabs once again on the show. Yes, you can play Pick the Pin at 4pm. If you want to go and see which numbers have been chosen so far, go to theedge.co.nz. Look closely because one of the numbers has been guessed in the right spot. All I'm going to say is it might be the second last number. You'll have to go look on theedge.co.nz. Can I just play this audio because I turned the mics on before the show. Tom came in, Tom who works in the office, to explain the competition to us. And it's quite possibly the most confusing explanation of a competition oh, ever. I zoned out halfway through, have Listen, if they name those two numbers and they get the, their guess, their third number guess is correct, yeah. are they, do, have they then got three correct? All we know so far is that seven is definitely the third number. Okay. So, and, and either one, four, or three is also in a correct position, but we don't know which one of those are in the correct position. <laughs> <laughs> that was 20 seconds of a 10 minute conversation oh, so it, confusing. It, it, But he's like, it could be this If it's overcast in Whangarei on that day <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon On the edge And yesterday we uh, <laughs> took, a day off, took a day's annual leave yeah, Thank you for holding the board Yeah, old Auntie Shastog's here Driving the ship as normal As you guys go off and do silly things for your TV show oh, I wish we didn't take the day off yesterday Because um, Yesterday we tried to eat at a street that has 55 different food outlets. It's we tried to have a meal or something to eat at every one of them. Highest concentration of fast food outlets on one road. Your big players, KFC, McDonald's, Carl's Jr. Wow. You've got your Nando's. You've got your local suburban bakeries. You've got your Indian takeaways. I think we ate at three different Indian restaurants wow. yesterday. Wow. How sick did you get? Because we, um, we were picking it. We had a little thing going on the text machine that you guys would have um, spooed by at least 4.30. About right. About you right. did right, yeah. yeah. I, put, I, put, I put on two, two kgs. Holy crap. Like we weighed ourselves before and at the end. Everyone says I need to eat, so I did yesterday. So there you go. By the end, I was like, wait, we have to pull pin. I, ca- I can't. Like, if I continue... As much as I love supporting local business... <laughs> it's just going to be a montage of eating and vomiting. Eating and vomiting. How many did you actually get through? Oh, well, mm. we can find out that there's a night on the TV show, Shaz. Oh, yeah, no, anyway, anyway. straight me in for 7.30 on 3. Uh, but one thing I did discover, that uh, Jono... You had a job as a waiter. I was a waiter. I think I've spoken about this before. I was a waiter. I was a waiter at uh, the race course. And I uh, walked out on my last shift. Well, it wasn't my last shift because I just walked out on it. <laughs> That's right. I didn't even you... say I was going. I was uh, like two hours into it and I was like, this is, I hate this job. I don't like this job. So I just walked out. Probably put a lot of pressure on the team, the did, waiting staff. Didn't even day. tell them that you were quitting. Just walked up on out of there. Good thing was I got paid for the rest of the shift. They didn't even notice did I was gone. Yeah. How long was the shift? Like if you'd stayed there. It was there. a 10-hour shift and I walked out two hours into it. So I got eight hours free pay. Oh, and they kept Paula Bennett. In, and they kept oh, sorry, no, what's that? What, um, what? Materia Toure. Materia Toure. <laughs> there we go. We've got, we got the reference there. Cool political throwback, guys. <laughs> what, so you just, like, walked out and they've paid you and you've never paid them back? No, the, the funny thing was I just keep getting put back on the roster too. You, how much were you getting an hour? I can't even remember now. What would it be? Probably like... It was about 12 bucks. About 12 bucks an hour. 12 and bucks an hour. So you've ripped them off... Ni- you need to work off $96. What I need to you do need is to hand in my resignation. And- I need to resign <laughs> at the place. They're probably still... I'm probably still on the roster. You need to call them up and you need to apologise and you need to get yourself taken off the roster because they might not even know that you've resigned. You could still be getting paid for this job and not even realise. It's only fair that we hand in the resignation and make this official, Sharon. Yeah, you've got to. You've got to let... 
Good afternoon, LZ Event Centre. You're speaking with Kim. Hi, Kim. How are you? Uh, this is Jonathan here. I used to work for you maybe 12, 13 years ago. Wow, okay, cool. Uh, as a waiter. Cool. And um, I have to admit that I, I walked out on my last shift. Okay. And I'd like to officially hand in my resignation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, thank you for, for letting us know that. I'll make sure that gets through to our um, HR team. Tell her that you kept getting paid. Yeah, you got paid for the shift, though. I got paid for the remainder. This is John O'Ben and Sharon here from The Edge. <laughs> Hi. Oh, yeah. We just found out that he walked out mid-shift quite a, a few years ago. <laughs> and he still got paid he got for eight paid, hours. got paid for the shift. Did he? Yeah. Well, that's lucky. Oh, maybe no one realised you'd, you'd left. <laughs> <laughs> Such a vibrant personality. <laughs> I feel like he should be working this off, though. Like, he needs to make up for this $96 he's yeah. ripped off the waiting community. Yeah, I'm with Sharon. <laughs> okay, well, what did you have in mind? Well, we'll need to do... on, this is a surprise <laughs> to me, might I say. I'm being thrown under a bus You're the here. one that walked out of the job, mate. We'll, we'll need to do some brainstorming uh, to come up with an appropriate punishment. <laughs> I, I, I obviously wasn't uh, responsible for him at that time, so I'm not sure what the what we should do. Is Anne still there? Anne was my boss. Anne, yeah, no, she's not here anymore. No, Anne's gone. She, yeah, walk, she walked out mid-shift as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, I'm surprised she let you get away with it. Yeah, no, she tell you what, Anne ran a tight ship. She wow. did indeed. <laughs> she did. She, I, was, I was a little scared of Anne, to be honest. She did let you slip through her fingers, though, didn't she? Yeah. Thanks, Kim. Great okay. sport. Great Thank sport. You. Sorry again. Hand in my resignation if you can make that a Official, please. Okay, will do. So we want you to be punished in a quirky radio fashion, and we thought, because um, that's what we do here at the Edge, we thought we'd throw it out to you guys to decide. Cal- Sign it to us. Callum, what do you think we should do? Well, I think for some good hospitality showmanship, he should go topless waitering. Topless waitering. Mm. Although, I don't know if that's well, punishment. That's yeah, it's kind of like a Saturday afternoon now, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I'll take my top off now. You tell oh, me if I make a good You don't top have to, mate. You don't. I'm so keen to take your you top just, off. You look like you're wearing a, one of those weird T-shirts from the 90s that have fake tattoos on them. <laughs> Except they're real ones and I can't get rid of them. I can't. So I'm going to... Just because just you see that, I want to look away, but I can't. I'm going to spend I the rest of the show topless. I don't. Okay, don't punish come, us. Because where he's... Wait, mate, as well. No, yeah. Where he's standing, it, look, it, it comes Tuesdays. up to his waist, so it looks like he's completely naked. Hey, this is one of New Zealand Radio's top ten hunks you're looking at oh, right oh, now, why Sharon. Did you put your hat back on. Oh, what? <laughs> you put your cap on. Uh, you took your t-shirt off, your headphones, you put your cap back running, on. We can almost see your pubes. Oh, mate, don't do this. I'm a big... Go, what have good. I done? Right, Callum, you're in a lot it's of trouble fault, with mate. us. Thanks, God. Callum. Thank you, mate. Hey, very welcome Thank to the show. Thank you on behalf of New Zealand. <laughs> hey, how are you guys? Good, how are you? I'm naked. I'm half naked, bro. <laughs> I'm loving the nakedness. What, what, what do you think that we should do to punish Jono? I've got to be totally honest, though. I actually called in because I thought I was going to get through to win the $50,000, but then I realised that I'm a bit early for that. Oh, yeah, I appreciate your o'clock. honesty. Appreciate your I honesty. On the spot. I had to think on the spot. So I thought uh, a handful of California Reaper chilies oh. sitting in a hot tub for five minutes thereafter to intensify it, and then... Maybe you could do your shirtless waitering after that. Jesus that is brutal. Somebody's spinning that off the top of their head. I'd hate to think what you come up with. You've given it five minutes for. That is disturbing. Oh my goodness, we're not doing that. I've seen someone do um, like one bite of one of those chilies. He almost died. Put him in an Australian detention centre. He'll come up with some great punishments. I reckon, Nathan. What do you think that uh, Jono should do for his punishment? He's ripped off the hospitality industry, and, it, and he's ripped off his shirt. Uh, well, I'm a shift supervisor at a McDonald's store, so I could uh, find some pretty nasty job that he can do there. Oh, what's the worst thing you have to do at one of those restaurants? 
Anything that involves cleaning around cooking equipment. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Quite tough, is it? Oh. Okay. All I don't right. know what's more unhygienic, Jono or those uh, deep fryers. <laughs> I can do it shirtless too. <laughs> oh, God. Please don't. <laughs> and Luke, welcome to the show. What do you think Jono's punishment should be? I reckon he should leave his top on because he ain't that hot. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Hey, mate, all the babes in the office are staring in right now. The only babe looking at you is Dean. Hi, Dean. (laughs) (laughs) And you're a babe, Dean. Don't forget it. I I reckon he should get hold of uh, his old boss, Anne, and and tell tell her about the situation that he's in and just... Just take her out on a date and spend $96 on her. Spend $96 Anne. on Anne. Oh, that's well, not that's a bad idea. Good. We have to hunt down Anne. Can you not yeah. play with your nipple when you <laughs> even, take her on the date topless. like you're doing now? Even to- oh, hunt down Anne topless? Oh, no, yeah. don't. No, I yeah. just don't. Yeah. And then, you know, because you, you said that you're scared of her, you could, you know, you could face your fears. That's not wow, a bad, that's not not a bad, a bad idea, Luke. Okay, if anyone we, knows Anne from Ellerslie Racecourse, put us in touch with her. Well, we have put, we've, we've written all these down. The brainstorm yep. is happening. And, uh, Jono, you'll find out in a few days what your punishment will be. I tell you what, for a nationwide brainstorm, lacklustre. Lacklustre, oh. that's all I'll say. Would you like us to do the California Reaper and then the hot bath and then the topless waiting? No, apart from actually, they're all quite good ideas for a nationwide <laughs> brainstorm. I'll take it all back. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. I found out about this today. I was on Twitter. And Dylan Reeve, he's the guy that made the Tickled documentary oh, yeah. with David Farrier. And he is high quality follow on Twitter. He did. A, he did a tweet today oh, yeah, saying. Let's just, um, a, let's just get a gauge of quality following on Twitter. What's Ben compared to Dylan? I'm not high quality on oh, Twitter. Eh? D- what sort of quality is Ben? ben I'm is low quality. I don't ben, do a lot. On Twitter. Now Ben's Ben's up there. You know, no, I'm just saying, if you want to follow me, follow me on Instagram, Ben yeah. underscore Boyce underscore. Yeah, definitely go get okay. the go get the Instagram <laughs> selfies. Yeah, You're an Instagram guy. Focusing more towards Instagram these <laughs> yeah, days. That's, that's where he's putting in his hard work. That's where my portfolio is going, all right? Well, Dylan did this tweet, <laughs> and it cracked me up. It was to find out um, what your DJ name is, because you know how DJs all have kind of lame names. And uh, so you find well, out what you're... from t- DJ Snake. <laughs> tell that to... DJ Marshmallow. Like, they're not that great, are they? DJ Tanner of Full House. Is it a new... <laughs> There's a DJ new guy, Ford. DJ Bloodpop. <laughs> they're the great DJs, but the names are, like, not great. So what he was saying on Twitter is that you say DJ and then your pet name your partner calls you mm. makes well, up your DJ name. This is good DJ so names. think of what your pet name is and then whack DJ in front of it. So, for example, oh. I'd be DJ, DJ Woonsocket the Third. That'd be my DJ name. Is that, is that Bryce's nickname for you? Woonsocket? He, he calls me Woonsocket the Third or Woonsocket or Shroony. So it'd be DJ Shroony, could be another one. What, what is the backstory to Shroony? Shroony, because it's like Sharon, Shroon, Shroony. I don't know. It's DJ Woonsocket the third. Okay, what, would you, what, is, what does Amanda call you, your baby mama, Ben? Just, just Ben. No, she doesn't. No. What does she call you? <laughs> it's DJ Ben. Doesn't she call you, doesn't she call you Benny Bunny or something? Yeah, Benny Bear. Benny, Benny Bear. Bear. <laughs> DJ Benny Bear. <laughs> You got a good name. You could be DJ Beneficial. Oh yeah, Benefactor. Benefactor. DJ Ben. Yeah, you got some great. You got a great Benny name. No good. What is a Jen? Benny Dick. Jen. Co- Whoa. He's <laughs> <Ben's> Benny Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Different type of holiday sauce there. Different one. Um, what does your wife call you, Jono? What's your pet name? She calls me <laughs> Legend. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she not does. DJ Legend. She does not call DJ you Legend. Legend. She does not. What does she call you? Um. 
What oh, there's the one. What does Bryce say? Oh, bro, Bryce oh, bro, over here conversation. Yeah. Oh, that's right. When we came was to it fucking pumpkin, Batar. Pumpkin um, something? Or no, was it was pumpkin honey bunch. Honey bunch. No, it's yeah, honey no, bunch. Here's the backstory to honey bunch. It's not a regular name. <laughs> when you came to stay, for whatever reason, I don't know what came over her, on the deck, she yelled out, while we're playing cricket, you know, a manly domain, rolling the arm over. It was so good. She's like, what do you want to, What do you want for dinner, honey bunch? I was like, fuck. <laughs> Why now? Why in front of Bryce? It was so Because you, you don't forget that as a guy, do you? No, that's... DJ Honey Bunch in the house. Honey Bunch. Okay, what is yours? DJ Honey Bunch. I'll wait 100 the huge. I'll skip a set at R&B this year, actually. DJ Honey Bunch. No, it's going to be mad. It's going to be mad. Uh, Someone text her 3343. Oh, great. Mine would be DJ Muppet. So that's, that's, well, that's actually, a lovely pet name, I isn't it? I feel bad that that's what your pet name is. All right, I went over to the edge of the phone number. Give us a call now. We have embarrassed ourselves. You can do it too. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Natasha, what would your DJ name be? Um, my DJ name will be DJ Glugger. DJ Glugger? What sort of pet name is Glugger? <laughs> Glugger? Glugger sounds like you can do some body trick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, um, I can... I can um, I quite like turkeys, and I can glug like a turkey. So. Okay, oh, give it to us. Give on. it to us now. <laughs> okay, I can see why you're DJ okay. Glugger now. Can you do a remix of your of your turkey Glugger? We'll try and do it over this. Okay, <laughs> three, two, one, go, Natasha. <laughs> DJ Glugger has got a future. It's pretty good. Natasha, thank you so much for your call, babe. And the novelty of that glug will never wear off. <laughs> never. And Reese, welcome to the show. What would your DJ name be? Um, I'd be DJ Ginger Beer. Ginger, ginger Beer. Why are you getting called Ginger Beer? Um, well, I've got ginger hair, and my partner always said I was like a teddy bear, so Aww. she just started calling me ginger. Hey, I was I was Benny Beer, so we could maybe we could team up and yeah. do a beer collaboration, <laughs> mate. Ginger Beer. Oh, yeah, mate. I know a few clubs that'd be interested in a couple of beers. <laughs> Benny Beer, Ginger Beer. Yeah, you guys can get in there. Sounds good, Reese. Nicola, what would yours be? Hey, um, mine would be DJ Nunu because my boyfriend calls me Nunu off. The Teletubbies like the vacuum cleaner. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so the catchphrase of the Teletubbies vacuum cleaner is when they're like, naughty noo noo. <laughs> so it's, what the heck, are, what What's weird stuff's on? coming on in your house? <laughs> Do you just like vacuuming? <laughs> or sucking? Certainly <laughs> oh. not, but because his name's James, so I call him Juju and... He calls me Nunu. Oh, Juju and Nunu. Oh, Juju and Nunu. Okay, that makes more sense. Thanks, Nicola. And Jody. what would your DJ name be? Um, My dad's would be DJ Thumbsucker. Oh, DJ Thumbsucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does this is, your dad's nickname is Thumbsucker? Or your, yeah. or your nickname's Thumbsucker? Dad's. Oh, oh Dad's. Dad's. Is, is wow. he still a Thumbsucker, is he? Yeah, he sits on the couch and sucks his thumb. I haven't sucked a thumb in years. Give it a suck now. <laughs> see if it tastes the same. Mm. Tastes, tastes even better knowing that I haven't washed my hands today. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't. Ben, oh, how much would I pay to suck my thumb right now, Ben? Oh, no, suck no. Suck it, Ben. No, no, suck it, Ben. Suck it, Ben. Suck it, Ben. Come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. I'm not just doing it just because Jono said suck his thumb. Go around there and just shove it in his mouth. Hang on, hang on. You know what? Jody, we'll do anything for the listeners, especially Ben. Do you think that he should suck Jono's thumb? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. I, I like Jody, but I'm not. No. Suck my thumb. No. no Jody's dad does that sort of thing. Wow. Hey, scandal next, Sharon. Fine. Boo! What a party people won't no. suck my thumb. Man. Why do you want me to suck your thumb? Jono, Ben, and Sharon on the edge. Hey, someone's been a bad boy. Someone's been pulled over by the police. 
Wrong side of the law. Well, Felt the guys. Long, wrong arm of the law. And Sharon Casey is the bad boy. Yeah, it's 2017. Girls are allowed to break the law now as well. Yeah, they're Although, allowed to be boys too. They're I would Because they didn't do a song called Bad Girls. What are you going to do? <laughs> well, we need to make one of those. But uh, no, I was driving to work today and I got a ticket for using my phone while driving. Oh, jeez. And I try really hard not to do it and I don't encourage you to text and drive or use your phone and drive. Now here and comes stuff. the excuse. Here yeah. comes the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did it. I don't usually I do it. it but but now did. I'm going to tell you not to do it, but so, I did do okay, it. So, did, you, did you or did you not have your phone out while driving? Yes, I did. Oh, there you go. That's all we have to say. No, how, many times have you, <laughs> how many times have you done it without getting caught? Oh, couple hundreds, of hundreds. Yeah. But the thing we all is, do it. No, we don't. Ben doesn't do it. He's a nerd. <laughs> but do you know what? I was laughing to myself in the car on the way home, on the way to work after I got the ticket, because of the reason that I had got the ticket, and I thought. There must be other people that have just stupid reasons why they ended up breaking the law. So what I... Because like, I'm pregnant, if you didn't know that. Uh, and, um, pulling the pregnancy oh, card. Yeah, we go. Did oh, you try that? My I baby thought, made me text. Hey, you will be proud of me because I didn't use it as an excuse. When he, my baby stuck its arm out my belly button and grabbed the phone and put it in my hands. Yeah. No. So I'm pregnant and my baby has just started moving and so I can, like, feel it. And I this morning I hadn't felt it and I was freaking out. But for some reason, the baby always moves without fail to these two Spice Girls songs. So I was grabbing my phone to put this song on to see if it would move so I could stop freaking out. I didn't even give it to the cop. The cop goes to me. I put the song on straight away without fail. Got pulled over. Baby started moving. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. So he pulled me over and he goes, <laughs> he was like, oh, um, did you have your phone out for an emergency, Mrs. Casey? And I was like, nah. And he was like, okay, well, at least you're honest. And then gave me the ticket. I was like, see you later. Didn't even, because well, he wasn't going to believe me if I said, look. Oh, no, trying, he's not going to believe you. And we're make, not believing you. No, 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 seriously, that was it. You could check my phone. It was, that was the only thing no. I was doing at that yeah. time. Whatever makes you and your baby sleep at night, Chaz. <laughs> That's you and your texting, <laughs> driving baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought this afternoon. 0800 The Edge, you'll text us at 3343. What is the stupidest reason that you've ended up getting yourself in trouble with the cops? Was it peeing in public? Was it a similar texting offence? Oh, what a text, was it? text through here to 3343 from Sharon's baby. Mum's <laughs> lying. <laughs> She's lying to you both. <laughs> yeah, I'm thank not you. Lying. Very honest, baby. Kids tell the truth. There's someone on Sharon's honest. I swear that is what I was doing. All right, can you beat Sharon? 0800 The Edge is the phone number. Uh, The stupidest reason you got a ticket. John O'Ben and Sharon on The Edge. Natalie, what was the stupidest reason you got in trouble? Um, I got. I was just driving around with my friend, and then the cops decided to just turn around and, like, pull me over for no apparent reason. They asked for my license, and then the guy was like, Greer? Oh, Natalie. Sorry, I just blew my cover. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how we gave you a fake name to go under so you didn't blow your cover? You're too oh, honest. Well. You're too You're honest, too Greer. Honest. Okay, so what What happened <laughs> next? Anyway, um, and so, and then he was just like, did you just get a Friday the 13th tattoo today? Because I had just gotten a tattoo that day. And I was like, um, yeah. And he was just like, oh, this is awkward. And I was like, why? He's like... Oh, we matched on Tinder. We've been talking today. I was like, oh, awkward. So did he oh. get, did this Tinder match get you out of a ticket, though? Well, he, yeah, he just gave me back my license and was just like, goodbye. And then oh. drove away really fast. Oh. Should have matched you one on Tinder, Shaz. I need to get on Tinder and start swiping 
Yes, on all of the cops in uniform. Wow, thank you so much, Natalie Greer. Good to know he was on his. Good to know. Good to know he was on his game that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Why? What was the stupidest reason you got a ticket? Okay, so um, ten years ago, when I was about eighteen, oh, shit, it was much longer than that. Um, I was about eighteen, and my sister and I got drunk in town at Takapuna and um, decided that we were going to go for a skinny dip, and uh, got arrested. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Problem was, you went for a skinny dip on the roundabout in the main road. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was down the waterfront. I don't know, where, you know, like where the bars are along the waterfront, and we're just kind of gone down, climbed down the rocks. I think so, we don't really remember how it happened. When, co- when cops do that, do they bring your clothes and then tell you off, or do you have to they, stand there in a no, nud? They, they, we had to stand in the nud for like quite oh, some time, really? and they did not bring our clothes. I don't know. I, we don't remember how long, but I, we assume it must have been about twenty minutes. 20 minutes doing their oh, naked. I wonder that was strikers of the rugby and the stuff. Like going, so attention was drawn to us. It was horrible. The same guy's like, I think we mashed on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, Every Sarah. time, little fact about Ben, every time Ben goes swimming, it's a skinny dip. Oh, my God. That was a good joke. Do you that was a good joke. Do you sometimes wish our show wasn't live so you could just, no. like, erase those yeah. little no, jokes? I do not regret that at all. Because <laughs> Ben has quite a skinny frame. <laughs> Simo, welcome to the show. Wish I could issue you a ticket for that. What was the stupidest reason you got a ticket? Well, I was visiting my uh, my partner in hospital, and um, we decided to um, get a little bit freaky. Mm. Anyway, we managed to... Because there's no more romantic setting than the hospital. hospital ward number three, room 2A. <laughs> so we, managed to, we managed to sneak a quickie in there. We thought we were being quite discreet, but apparently not. And when I stepped out of the, the room, there was some, uh, some guys in the... Um, the, the uniform waiting for me. No! Really? So were you, were you banned from the hospital or what? No, no, no. It was uh, it was kept under, kept under, you know. Wraps. No one, no one knew about it except for the except for the police. It took me back to the station and arrested me for having sex in public. So yeah. Oh, wow. did you come in dressed as a doctor? Is someone love sick in here? <laughs> no, no. I had my uh, I had my hives in me. Uh, we wellies on. Well, there's so. where you go wow. wrong, mate. Never do an undercover sex operation in a hives <laughs> vest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, though. Thanks for your call, mate. It's Appreciate it. rule, right? Never in a high-vis vest. Never, ever, <laughs> ever. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. You know what uh, I've noticed lately, uh, working on this radio station, is that, you know, there's, a, there's an increasing number, and it's just, you know, music in general now, there's an increasing, increasing number of artists shouting out their own names at the beginning or the end of songs. Oh, right. Maybe it's been going on for a while. I know um, Jason Derulo, he's been doing it for a while, isn't he? Yes. Well, because I wondered if it was because uh, they don't want people to waste their money on, like, Shazam. They don't go, oh, who's this song by? Because they've already said who it's by. It's good for your branding, getting your name out there. Yeah. Jason Derulo. It's Britney, bitch. DJ There's there's a lovely montage that Hamish, our uh, producer, has did a great job, didn't he? I was really impressed with that. Producer Dan didn't hear that. He should have put his name in the start of it so we knew who did the montage. (laughs) (laughs) Hamish! Producer Hamish! I made it with the swoosh! (laughs) But all they're doing is their names. Like, they could expand it further. Like, if they're using it as a marketing tool, as you just said, Ben. Right. There's other options. Like what? Email addresses. Twitter handles. <laughs> Nicki Minaj underscore. Gmail. John O'Prior. Catch me at John O'Prior underscore 48 gmail.com. Otherwise, you can hit me up on uh, Facebook. Just look for John O'Prior. <laughs>
Any any gig requests? Uh, have, I can take them now. Charging around about 150, 200 an right, hour. Right. <laughs> also, my home landline. Yeah, I've still got a landline. <laughs> Uh, catch me on 07 638 I think you have to say it like a bit cooler. You can't just yeah. say it. You can't Lifts say it soft your details, like that. Mate. Yeah. Not a 30 second ad. I still check my post box. Till you can find me at number 16 Stanton Road. Stop giving out these numbers because okay, people so are going to try them and that's not your address. <laughs> okay. Or between work hours. Oh, 800 The Edge is quite a convenient number yeah, you can catch number. me on too. Yeah. I, I see what you're doing here. You don't need a business card now because you've just you've done, you've yeah, put it exactly. into a song. I'm not going to want to listen to your song multiple times if that's what <laughs> Three minutes of contact details. <laughs> well, you just, yeah, you maybe do need a business card. But you've got this, I still have got a MySpace account. That's still active if you want to contact me on that too. But you've got to do it in a, in a cool way. Like Jason Drulo always kind of sung it. Oh, could you just Britney's got go. a catchphrase, okay. you know? It's Jono Pryor, bitches. No, you just said it exactly the same. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so you'd be like, you'd be like. Okay, you have a go. Like, okay. What's my Gmail address, yeah? <laughs> John O'Brien for the Gmail.com. Don't forget the underscore. <laughs> <laughs> and what was my Twitter? And what was my um, street address against Ben? 16 Sentence Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm still running a MySpace account. My what? Big alarm code 6349. <laughs> FPOS pin 7829. Don't give out your real pin number. <laughs> It's a great point. You great just point. got to just do more it. detail. I mean, it's, it's, more details, it's the yeah. next phase in this whole I marketing right. your name. Yeah, right. Ben and Sharon on the edge. This is the People's Court. The people are real. The cases are real. The judges are not real. <laughs> and as the People's Court, we take an issue from the people to the people. You guys are the judge and jury. We're cranking up because. In the studio right now, we have someone who wants uh, a decision made by the People's Court, <laughs> but wants to remain anonymous, so they've come in with a plastic bag, uh, a paper bag. Okay, over this was Not some arts. Bag. This was some arts and crafts done uh, because uh, it's too hard to pixelate someone's face. Oh, pixelation for the video. costs! Pixelation costs are sky high at the moment. Yeah. Twenty seventeen. You know, you know what you pay for a pixelation. Lots. Lots of money. Lots. Lots. So what we've done is we've printed out, we've Google imaged uh, pixelation, so we've printed out some sheets, put it on the paper bag, so we've got some real life pixelation happening. Because we want to make a video out of this because we are taking the People's Court uh, jury feedback also from our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash edge afternoons. And this is one that has Blowing come... the budget on this one, guys. <laughs> this is coming... Are you still right in there? Yeah, still still okay, okay, good. This is coming from one of the girls in the office this afternoon. Uh, we're going to call her Office Lady X. Uh, office Lady X, tell us about your flat dilemma. Okay, so I've got a flat, mate. It's about now we realise that uh, talking <laughs> with a paper bag over your head on the radio. Well, I don't have time to put a hole in it. Okay, all right. Oh, great. Okay, so I have a guy flatmate <laughs> and I also have a girl best friend. She comes over quite a bit and lately she has actually started dating my flatmate. Oh, don't screw the crew. Yeah. That's what you say, isn't it, in this situation? <laughs> you yep, you're down with the youth. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so they started dating. Yeah, um, but she has no idea that he is a massive stoner. Uh, like I'm talking wake and bake every day. Um, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and he's put food on the stove and just gone back to sleep. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, he's a, he's just, hmm. So she doesn't know recommend. this, but you know this. Yeah. So your dilemma is, do you tell your best friend who's dating your flatmate that she's dating a massive stoner? Because is your friend a stoner or is she like against that sort of stuff? No, she's, she's quite a good girl. Can I just say, listen, you're judging a guy 
for waking up and smoking some weed. You've come on the radio with a paper bag on your head. <laughs> Trying to be anonymous. I've worked out what, what clothes you're wearing. <laughs> Hopefully they don't see the same clothes that you left the house in this morning. I've got, I've got more questions for her than I do the guy who's waking up in the middle of the night smoking weed and eating. It's a real dilemma, though. Does she tell her friend that she's dating a guy that is hitting the bog multiple times a day, or does she let her be oblivious? Or does she tell her friend she's wearing a paper bag yeah, right now? Well, I think if you tell your friend, you've got to do it with the paper bag on, just so you're anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> I heard from an anonymous source that you may be waking and oh, baking. you guys are focusing on the wrong thing. Sorry, yeah, I'm getting sorry. distracted. The paper bag's quite distracting. So I reckon that you've got to tell her. It's going to cause shit with the flatmate, but you've got to tell her. Like, I'm she surprised th- she hasn't worked it out. Yeah, I was surprised too. But also, will she work out that I'm on the radio right now? <laughs> <laughs> we probably should use a voice disguiser as well. John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Christie's on 0800 The Edge. You're jury member number one this afternoon. What do you think? Should Office Lady X tell her bestie that her boyfriend is a stoner? Well, um, how close of a friend is she? How close a friend are you? Oh. Ah, uh, well, we've been friends for quite a while now. Best friends through uni. Okay. So, quite, yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. Do you, like, has she got something, like, quite hard against drugs? Or, Jesus, you know? what are you, a defence lawyer? <laughs> well, she's trying to make an informed jury decision. It's all right, Chrissy, you can ask your questions. I say, you know, like, there is a lot worse things out there than pot. So, it's, you know, like, he could be doing worse. Um, I, If it was me, like, if they were a real close friend, I'd probably say anyway, you know. You, you talk about a lot of stuff with your close friends, but... Um, if I knew she had something hard against drugs, I would I would definitely oh, tell her. I see your point. Definitely tell her. Okay, so that's okay. one for the teller Thank column. Much. Thank you, Christy. Dean? Although if he's smoking meth, don't just say anything. All right? No! Let her find out for herself don't later. Don't be friends with anybody that's doing that. Uh, Dean is on 0800 at the edge. Hey, that's a bit harsh. Why? Hey, what if they're nice people? Because you don't want to be mixed up in something that dangerous. Uh, Dean, it's good to have you on, mate. Jury member number go, two. <laughs> Good. What do you think? Should uh, Office Lady X tell her friend or not? Well, I can understand she's probably trying to like do the best thing for her mate, but I just I honestly think she needs to get a bit of a grip, eh? Like, it's, it's, regardless of whether this guy smokes marijuana or not, it doesn't have anything at all to do with her. Mm. <laughs> not her relationship. You can't be judging a dude's character just because he smokes weed. That's, yep. that's all I'm going to say. You can't judge like, a book by its bucky bong is what I've always <laughs> said. If he's, if he's almost <laughs> burning you know I mean? like, almost burning her kitchen down though, Dean, because he's getting so baked, then maybe she could judge him a little bit? To- totally agree that she's not, but that's the issue with her and him. That's that's got nothing to do with the relationship at all. Tell him that, look, you're smoking too much. You need to stop doing this so sort of stuff. So you'd say tell him direct, but not just, tell your friend. But just because just because a guy smokes weed doesn't mean that you should feel the need to go tell your friends, oh, look, you've got... You know, it, like, it's, like, it's, it's like it's a, he's a, it's a bad thing. But, like, it's a bad... Hey, listen, Dean's getting very defensive. Yeah, no. Very defensive. Yeah, no. I like it's his so open. Bad. Honestly, it's such a shit stereotype. It's kids' language. It's so crap. No, no, good it on you, good it's, on you. It's, All right. it's such a stereotypical thing. Like, I don't smoke. I, I, I have smoked in the past. But, you know, just, like, you can't be judging a dude's character just based on the fact that he smokes. So like, there's no need to be saying, oh, look, by the way, he smokes weed. Like, if... He wants to tell her if she wants to Listen. find out. I'm sure she'd ask. Thank you, Dean. Thank you, Dean. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Dean. And Bridget, jury member number three, what do you think? I think she should go back to the flatmate and put it back onto him and say that um, she uh, he needs to tell it tell her or not. 
Well, th- thank you very yeah. much, Bridget. Yeah. If it is that regular, thank yeah. you very much. All right, so I think that we've uh, we've we've come back. Two out of three jury members this afternoon have said that you should tell your friend. Mm. And uh, if you think that you flat with anyone who works at the Edge, just look on the uh, video today at theedge.co.nz. <laughs> work it out. You'll know the clothes that they walked out of the house in, yeah. and you'll know they're talking about well, you. Although it's an hour after four twenty, so they're probably not listening right now. <laughs> That was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.